Hello, and thank you so much for joining me. This is You Can Sit With Us. I'm Katie Steele. I will be taking you with us today as we explore this topic of the midnight hour. Do you have those hopes and those dreams in your heart and your mind, things you've been wanting to do or wanting to become? Well, this podcast is for you. We are going to sit down with Miss Mallory Combs. She is the owner of RBC Shop Online Boutique and find out how did she make this dream into a reality. So Mallory, thank you so much for joining us. I am so honored to have you. Um, let's start by telling me a little bit about yourself and telling our audience. Um, you're married, you have children. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So I've been married for a little bit over six years. I have a little girl named Colin. She's just turned two. I have a son, Branson. He just turned five. So life at our house is a little bit crazy. <laughs> Um, We have moved several times for my husband's job. We've gotten to experience living in really cool places and meeting really cool people. So we feel really blessed to be able to experience that. Oh, that's awesome. Do you feel like your travels have affected like who you are as a person and even allowing your mind to open up to the possibility of this online boutique? Absolutely. So I have a degree in elementary education as well as a master's in administration. And since we've moved so many times, you know, as a teacher, when you move school districts or even states, Mm -hmm. you go back to the beginning. You are Mm -hmm. considered a new teacher. And so Because of that, I wanted to support my husband and let him follow his dreams. But my dreams kind of started to shift as we moved from place to place. And I started thinking, you know, after I had my daughter especially, what do I want to be when I grow up? Wow, that's awesome. I want to help kids. I love helping kids. Mm -hmm. But I just, my heart started to shift. I wanted my daughter to see me and, and be inspired by me and want to be driven and maybe do what I do. So the boutique started to become just a thought that Mm. entered my mind every once in a while and I feel like I blinked and it's here. (laughs) That's so awesome and you bring up an excellent point Mallory. I think that a lot of people can see themselves in a certain position in their lives or career and say oh I guess this is it but in their hearts there's this burning desire to become or to experience something new and you know what we should give ourselves permission until we're 85 95 years old to continue to grow and to continue to become all that god's called us to be so i love what you are saying this is so good um so let's go into a little bit of the process when you started to daydream what how did you make that daydream become reality what was some of the first steps Well, so I brought it up to my husband just to see how uh, crazy he would think I am. (laughs) And he kind of just like looked at me and was like, that'd be really cool. And then about about a week later, we were on our way to dinner and he turned to me as we were driving and said, hey, do you want to open an online boutique? And I said, you know, I would love to. I just, I don't know where to start. Yeah. So he, of course, got onto the lovely Amazon (laughs) and ordered me every single book he could find that would give me more knowledge um, about running a boutique. Wow. Everything from financials to logistics to, I mean, everything. You name it, I read about it. Um, After that, I read probably six books. After I finished those books, I found a podcast, Emily Benson, who is fantastic. She kind of persuaded me, like, this is what you're supposed to do. Follow your dreams. I can help you. Here's the tools that you need. And so after that, I talked to my husband again and said, hey, I 
really think I want to do this. It makes me so happy. I love clothes. I used to save all my money in college until I had enough money to go on a shopping spree and I would eat ramen noodles and then I would go on a shopping spree. I love that life. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best. So after that, my husband has a friend who is an attorney in Oklahoma City. So we spoke on the phone about what I needed to do in order to legally file as an LLC. He kind of steered me in the right direction. Um, After that, I met with our family CPA, talked to him. He showed me the right direction to go as well. I filed for all those documents. And then I think a week later, Brant, my husband, and I went to Chicago and we were buying clothes at market. So, wow. Yeah. So how long between it was a dream in your heart? I mean, obviously all throughout your childhood. Of course. Teenager. And then as you became a young adult, you were daydreaming about these things. And I, I don't want to miss this point that you just made as well. I think that's a good place to start if you're wondering who am I and what is the dream I want to pursue. If I look back on my life, I can see these little indicators of what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm throughout my entire life. What is driving you? What makes you get up in the morning and you're super excited about it? That's probably a great indication that that's your dream. That's the journey you should be on. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. So the thing that really stuck out to me is I wanted to be professionally happy. Mm. I wanted to wake up every day so excited to do my job. And Mm. I still wanted to help people, whether that's finding them an amazing outfit that makes them feel comfortable or whether that's teaching children Mm. how to add fractions. And you're really good at that, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know about the fractions, but the outfit. She's really good at that. So I was thinking about that, and I honestly, my daughter made me think about it even more, and I just found myself loving looking at bloggers and Pinterest and Mm. putting outfits together. I almost found it as kind of a an obstacle to try to find an outfit that made me feel good and Mm. felt confident especially after having two kids and it was just something that I began obsessing about and I loved doing it um so I think just following that and then asking my husband you know hey I think I want to do this and then him leading the way with purchasing the books yeah that's awesome so it sounds like it was um quite the journey to get from point a to point b but it was you took the first step. Yeah. And it sounds like after you took this first step, all these doors open, you know, contacting the lawyers, you know, you read the information and you got into with your financial guy and how to even start this. And then your trip to Chicago. I remember you telling me about that. I was so excited for you to go and start making connections there and start to see like, this is legit. Like, this is going to happen, you know? And I remember you getting your website together and your Instagram and um, your Facebook, you know, presence. And so this has been quite an amazing thing that I, I feel honored that I've gotten to watch you go through this. And model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get to model for her. It's like, and that's been one of my dreams. So this is a double whammy for me to be in her life and to model for her. <laughs> so I think where I want to, like kind of really all-encompass this conversation and just really help our audience maybe a little bit more is did you ever have to do this afraid? That almost sounds like a silly question because who doesn't, right? right? I think we do everything afraid, but I think that stops people. So if I'm afraid or I'm fearful or anxious, oh, I must not be meant to do this or I'm not going to do this simply because I'm too afraid to do it. Right. So were you ever afraid and just, yeah, ex- tell us about that experience. I, terrified would be the word I would ex- <laughs> would use to describe how I felt at the beginning. 
I remember so many times writing an email to our CPA or our attorney and just being like, forget it. I can't do it. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand this. I don't know anything about it. My degrees are in elementary education, right. not retail. Like, I don't know anything about this. Right. And there were so many times I doubted myself. But honestly, I just, I was praying and praying that God would help me find my professional passion. Mm-hmm. And I really think over time, through him and through educating myself and listening to podcasts, just trying to be a sponge and soaking up as much information as I could. I think that helped me. Another huge thing that helped me get over being scared is you've one life. That's it. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I keep meditating on that recently. Right. (laughs) It's be happy. What's going to make you happy? And honestly, this is so stupid, but I thought of the girls in high school Mm. that follow me on social media. Well, what if this doesn't work? What are they going to think? Yeah. 32 get over high school (laughs) but you know what I mean it's like everyone is on social media they're gonna know I'm going to do this how embarrassed am I gonna be if it doesn't work and I finally was like you know what Mm. forget it like Mm. this isn't about them this is about me this is about my family this is about my life and what I want to do to make myself happy and to provide for my family as well and to also inspire my children to drive and to follow their dreams. Yes, I love you keep um, mentioning that with your daughter, but also your son. They are going to be able to see that you did this. This is not, I would say, um, I'm not going to say it's not normal, but not everybody does this. Right. So my dream and my prayer for Branson and Collins is that they're going to grow and and whatever God's called them to do. Right. They're going to have now the courage and the tools to go forward in that. And I think that's something that drives me as I'm, you know, beginning this podcast or these um inspirational videos I started posting. It's like if this is the calling that God has in my life, who am I to say Nope, I'm too afraid to do this. Not going to do it. What is this person going to think about me? It's too embarrassing. Not going to do it. But then I started thinking um, I always tell Sage and Ezra that they're going to be these amazing men and women. Right. And that I'm going to help them to follow the calling that God has in their life. But then God was like, but Katie, if you don't do it, how are you going to show them? Right. You're not modeling oh, it for them. Exactly. That's so good. You only have one life. You have to be happy. I love that. Yeah. That is such confirmation. Like <laughs> I have been, like when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, this is another another day I have to go forward. I just keep hearing that message over and over again. Katie, you have one life. Who cares? Yeah. If you go, try try everything. If you fail, fall on your face, get back up. Right. You got one life, do it again. (laughs) Right. You want to be happy. I mean, I just, the thing is happiness. Yeah. That is what it boiled down to. I love that. Yes. So. And you did find joy in your career originally. Yes. I know. I mean, I've seen you with my kids. You're amazing. (laughs) You're, you have a very much a stillness and a patience with the children that surround you. And that is a gift, but it could be the gifting that you're going to need for this boutique. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So Yes. So what changed my kind of passion was, I think, having my own children. Mm. You know, before I had my own children, I wanted to go back and get my PhD, and I wanted to be a professor, and I wanted to be this wise woman that taught college courses about children that come from trauma and study adolescent trauma and how it affects the brain. But then once I had my own children, my focus kind of shifted to them. I knew that I still wanted to work and I wanted to serve people and I wanted to give back, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really know what that looked like. And then the boutique kind of, like I said, sparked as a daydream, a little seed, and then it blossomed blossomed into this huge maple tree. And now it's Mm -hmm. here and it's 
it's taking off and it just, it makes me so happy. My kids help me with it. It's, it's been awesome. (laughs) It seems very rewarding. Like, and you say your kids help you with with that. Tell us a little bit about that. So Branson, since he's five, he will help me package some of the items. Yesterday. That is the cutest thing ever. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Yesterday we were breaking down boxes from the new inventory. So I would break it down with a box cutter and then he would jump on top of it to make it flat. So we could put it out with the recycling. Collins likes to think that she helps pick out some of the things that I purchased. I just ask I her if it. she likes it. Most of the things she say says yes, yes, especially if it's pink. But yes, my kids are involved <laughs> as the company continues to grow and they continue to get older. They will be involved as much as they'd like to be. That is awesome. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for talking with us and for sharing your heart, Mallory. You are such an inspiration and I can't believe I get to be your friend. <laughs> So I would love for you to tell our audience where can they find you if they want to look at your clothing. She also um, sells jewelry, scrunchies. Yes. I love the scrunchies. But yeah, where can we find you? Um, we are online. So our website is rbc and and company.com. And then on Instagram, you can find us shop underscore rbc. Yes, so it's really easy to find her. And then when you go and find her on Instagram and her website, um, you can see her clothing very easily. It's super easy to um, to view it and figure out what you're going to fall in love with because you're going to fall in love with it. So I, again, I just want to say thank you, Mallory. I end every session with letting my guests know why I like to sit with them. So sorry if this is going to embarrass you. <laughs> but Mallory, I love sitting with you. It's pretty much what I said earlier. Just the way that you bring people into your life and it's very easy to be in your presence. You have just a very, I don't know if you see this, but a very logical and intellectual way of looking at life. Thank you. From your passion to cooking new um, recipes, to opening this boutique, to reaching out to your children that are in need throughout your entire career. This didn't just start in Michigan. No. You've told me stories throughout your life where you've been able to reach those who have been traumatized. So it's just been such an honor that you've allowed me to hear those stories. And then it's inspired me to open my heart and to see if there's anybody in my world that needs help or just a hug. You know, it could be that simple. Yes. How's your day? Yes. So thank you so much for opening your heart to me at the library. That's how we met. (laughs) Katie was the cool girl at the library that I wanted to be friends with. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Mallory was too. So it all worked out. Um, But thank you so much for joining us. And one of the reasons I end like that is because I really just want to inspire you to go and find a friend and just tell them, this is why I like being with you. This is why I like sitting in your presence. Because trust me, everybody needs that encouragement. And those words of hope that you speak into their lives could help them for the rest of their week, month, year. You just never know. So thank you for joining us. We're so happy you came and sat with us and we can't wait to bring up more amazing topics. Take care, everybody.